Okay, hi, you're listening to The Girlfriends. We've got a lot to cover this week, and we've got a lot of things that are happening. We've got the Grammys, the Oscar nominations. We've had the Super Bowl, which we have a lot to talk about. Everything's happening out east. We've had snow in Georgia, but I need to talk to everybody about Philip Seymour's death, which I'm very, very, very sad about. And um, unfortunately, it was very gruesome. It was very sad. And we lost one of our true and most greatest actors ever. The ironic part about it is Barry and I on Saturday night just watched Capote, which he did win his Oscar Academy Award for, and the next morning he was found in his apartment um, dead. They found him. Apparently he was uh, did not show up for his three children. He was supposed to pick up his three children. He has um, kids that ages of 10, 7, and 5. And their friends came over, and they found him, and he was dead. It's just, uh, I, I really, it took my breath away. Um, this was a, you know, with the Super Bowl buzz of the weekend, and, you know, uh, it just, it really just, it took my breath away. And I think the fact that he had been sober for 23 years, and, you know, it's, it, you know, heroin, first of all, I don't know that, that you guys know this, but, you, you know, they say he overdosed. You don't overdose with heroin. He could have injected the exact same amount that he always injected at the exact same time of day and died. It's that's one of those drugs that that's what it does. And that's you know, you you're into heroin, you're gonna die. It's just a question of when. Well, he went to rehab at the age of 22, and he got totally sober. And then apparently the demons came back to him and he began, you know, back into the drugs and doing this and they did find him with a needle in his arm on the bathroom floor. He was just at the Sundance Film Festival talking about his new movie and um, you could tell he was high and, you know, that he was using and that, you know, he said that that they asked him what parallels the character had to him and he said, well, the intense loneliness and insecurity and um, and it just, it made me so sad. I, I had, it's Whitney, hi. I had the opportunity of interviewing him for the Academy of Performing Arts six years ago. And he's just so smart and funny and, and just such a talent. And I'm just going to miss the work he would have been doing, you know, in the, in the future. I, you know, because he's just such a great storyteller. And he really was a great actor. Oh, my gosh. Well, let's think about some of the movies that he did. Um, Death of a Salesman. True West. Uh, what was the Long Day's Journey? What was it? Long Day's Journey into Night. Into Night. What was the movie where he played the piano teacher? He was a drag queen. Oh my God, I just saw that too. He did Scent of a Woman. Yeah, he was fantastic. Just fantastic. Tell me something. What did, um, was he married? I can't remember. Was no, he married he, at the time or divorced? No, he, uh, he wasn't married. He's, he was married. Oh, really? Not at the time of his death. Oh, no, was... no. I thought you meant at the time of his death. It just, you know, it, I, it, it's it, it's just so sad. And, I mean, you know, maybe it was more shocking because you're absolutely right, Whitney. Everyone was hyped for the Super Bowl. So we all thought this was going to be Super Bowl. And then all of a sudden it was breaking news. You yeah. woke up to this? I mean, it just, I, I came home and, um, you know, for me, I'm not a big Super Bowl sports fan. As you guys know, I'm a big Downton Abbey fan. So I was all geared up for my Downton Abbey. Uh, and I walked in the door, and, and you know, uh, Jerry said, you know, oh, you know, 
Philip Seymour Hoffman died, and it just like whipped the rug out from under my feet. And I feel like so sad too, because I just feel like, you know, I know what it's like every day to have this fight, you know, within yourself. And, you know, when you hear of someone you admire who, who you know, wasn't successful at the fight, you know, it just, it shows you the fragility of life and how fragile, you know, being a person with an addiction, it, it just, you know, it's and he sad. Just, you know, he was sober, just think about it, for two decades, practically. Yeah. And well, he, did, he did have bouts, though, in the did. two decades. Yes. See, I, it did say, and I did read this about him, he said, you get panicked. I got panicked for my life. It was really just that. I would panic. That was in 2006 on 60 Minutes. Was but it? But he did have bouts, yes. He had relapses on occasion. And last of, May, they said he just wow. completed a 10-day detox program. Well, then we he had do to detox start, every three months. But. And then he had to start taking prescription drugs and then, then escalated to snorting heroin. Heroin is really all over the streets. And it's cheap and it's accessible and people are just... I read somewhere, too, that 40% of cocaine now is laced with heroin. So that people are getting cocaine, thinking it's cocaine and, you know, it's got heroin in it and you're hooked. And, you know, it just takes one time. So. But Philip Seymour Hoffman was a genius yeah. and he walked no a doubt. very very fine line between absolutely and I, I do think when you are a genius and you walk a fine line like that that he did it's it just it's a tightrope and you can just go over and the you, edge you and he paid did an emotional price he, he would literally transcend characters he didn't just act and that's why he was such a great actor so you know death comes to all of us it's just a matter of Damn. when. Damn! That's right. A matter of when and when it happens and how it happens. But it, it happens to all of us. So the only thing that gives me solace or gives, I think, a lot of people solace that, that understand that with the soul is that it comes to all of us and it's just happens at different times and in different ways. So I guess it's just so shocking because 46. Yeah, it's so young. It's so young. And I feel bad. For, you know, his children. And it's just an awful thing to have to live with. But it's really true what Shelley said is he became, he transcended into his characters. I'm trying to think of all the other movies. He had so much other great productions. Well, that he were did out a wonderful, there. Robert Falls directed him. Is that when you interviewed him, mm -hmm. Whitney? When he did the play here in Chicago, yep. um, Long Day's Journey into Night, which was directed by uh, Robert Falls. And he played Jamie Tyrone, the booze-soaked son of a great actor. And, I mean, it's, it's difficult to steal the spotlight from Brian Dennehy, but Hoffman often did during that show. And mm -hmm. that's when Whitney did the interview with him, which I thought was, you know... And he was just so genuine and down-to-earth and just sharp, funny. Like, you know, someone that you could just really... I love the movie with. he did with Tom Cruise, and I can't remember... I think Tom Cruise was the, was the motivational speaker... What was that, Joe? Oh, yes. Oh, was, the, where he was, oh, not the rock star one. No, but the uh, very brilliant director did it where the frogs fell from the sky. Wow, uh, this is sounding biblical. Well, he did yeah, Jack Goes Boating, The Savages. What is the name of that movie? That's going to really bug me. On a happy note, The Long Red Road. Speaking of movies, doesn't your son have a movie coming out? He does. Oh, it came out. Right. Yes. It came out last Friday. Great reviews. No, it comes out this, yes, it came out, uh, That's came right. out February 7th. And it's Someone Mary Berry, and it's a comedy. 
about um, four friends. Hayes always seems to be in these comedies about friends, which is great because he has a lot of them. And he's a guy's guy. And he's a guy's guy. And it's about uh, really good friends that are trying to get their dysfunctional, kooky friend married. And, and they say there's someone for everyone, they, and apparently... Someone Someone Mary, is for him. Yeah, yeah. Someone Mary Barry. It's in the theaters it's a cute now. cute title. It uh, stars Tyler Labine and Lucy Punch. Love her. She's yeah. so wacky. She's so wacky. And uh, Rob Perlstein is the director. Someone Mary Barry. I don't know. You should get I the know. t-shirt, Shauna. I just I realized. I wish someone would marry Barry. <laughs> Bye, Barry. <laughs> yeah, I could also switch it to Someone Mary Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but that, we'll look forward to seeing that. We'll be his So fans. it's a really good Valentine's movie. It would really be fun for Valentine's Day oh, since Valentine's cute. is coming up this week, February 14th. Please don't forget um, your loved ones because that's a very important day. And my advice that I always give to my boys, which I have three of, is to start in the morning. I've always taught them to do things in the morning. Well, you know, really? you don't want to phone call. <laughs> Now, boys, you want to take advantage of that morning wood. No, but you don't want a you don't want a phone call. You know, I like can just hear. You can go through it's the whole morning in the morning. You can go through the whole day, and then at eight o'clock at night, you get a phone call that says Happy Valentine's Day. It's I like agree. sorry, over. I, I have a secret for that. I I always leave something on my girlfriend's driver's seat. I like Aww. that. So like before you go to bed. Right, and so we leave so the, the house day. at different times, and so she's—I'll get a text from her and Valentine's saying, "Oh, that's so cute." Whatever it is, and I have a wonderful thing that I do. Um, I take my reddest lipstick, and on Bill's mirror, I write a message so Aww. that the first thing when he wakes up in the morning, he goes to his you know bathroom in the sink and he sees this big red message written in lipstick well I, here i want to show your girlfriends my husband emailed me his uh, schedule and uh <laughs> i looked at it and i said happy valentine's day <laughs> enjoy golfing because is and he's golfing? like when is valentine's day i'm like the same day it is year after year after year oh really? my gosh yeah. he's going off and to play golf wait is I that the tournament that. uh no the tournament is at the end of the month but, um, yeah, so I was like, well, happy Valentine's Day. So, as you can see, listeners, there's, they're talking about a tournament that all of our husbands have been invited to play in, but that's not over the so, sweet you know, I, I don't know. Anyhow, I, I, Valentine's Day is coming up. I so always remember do really I just want to say, you know, I want, uh, I love you so much. I want to skin you and wear you like a dress. Ooh. And I saw some of these really <laughs> irreverent Valentines. I love you like a back alley hooker loves crack. Ooh. <laughs> and here's my favorite. I love you more than Shark Week. And that's pretty tough. I, don't I get love that. Shark Week. What's shark shark week? week is great. Oh my shark gosh, week. every year Shark Week. What is that? I, was hoping I don't even know what Shark product. Week is. That's on Discovery Channel when they show you like it's just nonstop twenty four seven for a sharks. whole week of sharks. Oh okay. Reach. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, I thought you were talking about the television show Sharks. Yeah, no, 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 no. But anyway, there's a really sweet thing that I like to do. On, it is nice, Shelley, when you're thinking about doing things in the morning because it starts your day and it kind of gets makes you all. Makes people feel good. That's it nice. makes you feel good. So when we I come down. You shouldn't have to wait for Valentine's Day to do that. No. No. You should be doing it every like day. It. You're absolutely right. But it I is a like reminder. It. 
I always leave something at my children's place, like the little hearts. I leave it at everyone's place. Actually. I might leave, like on Jerry's thing, like, P.S., you're dead to me, or... Yeah, remember me. No, why don't you, if you really want to remember me, no, if you really want to do it, why don't you do a really wonderful card and put it in his suitcase so when he gets to where he's going, he opens it and the first thing he sees is his card. I do that all the time. No, you know what I would love for you to do? I would do a really fabulous blow up beautiful picture of you and put a dart set in with it and say baby oh, that's nice. I thought you meant like a big blow up doll yeah that would oh, be well, that too you could do that too and say I am Whitney and you love me because I will not and talk. here's the knife I, I, I can do the dirty deed and I don't I won't say a word exactly I will not mention anything um, Victoria's Secret's always a great thing for presents and stuff like that really for, I do that for I Meredith. Always think, I always give her a little. Oh, oh well, she's a young secret. girl. That's cute. That's Panties. a young girl. But I wouldn't and, want Victoria's Secret. But the kids would do that for their like. Liam would do that for his girlfriend. Frederick's no, Ali likes La Perla. No, Liam. No, not Frederick's oh, of Hollywood. Liam? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you can't miss with always doing flowers and then doing a little uh, something. Chocolate Everybody loves always flowers. works. And you know, above all, girlfriends, oh, see, I would want jewelry that. works for everything. When in doubt, jewelry. I would like lingerie. I would like jewelry. I want, you know, I'm so over the flowers. Don't send me no, roses. No, I want flowers. But I'd like flowers, but not the roses. I remember what, when I first got divorced, and it was the first Valentine's Day, and like there were no, nothing. It was just nothing. It was just Blake and I, and you know, I remember feeling like, oh, this is really like I really took this for granted. So. I want to say, you know, a single anything is just really, really lovely. All right, so we've do. got some time to think about our Valentine's and our Valentine's Day gift. But let me just, what did you guys think about the Super Bowl? Whitney well, was this, watching Downton Abbey, so. Sorry. I thought the, the Super Bowl actually was just, from the get-go, completely off. Can we talk about Bruno? I thought Bruno Mars was fantastic. Bruno Mars, I love was him. Awesome. He wasn't love the best him. Super Bowl entertainer, but he was excellent. I thought he was no Bruce Springsteen. Is no, that where you're going? He wasn't that? a Bruce Springsteen. He wasn't a Mick Jagger. Right. He wasn't a Beyonce. Or Beyonce. He wasn't a Prince, but he was excellent, and I liked the way he he took the stage for himself. He took moments in the I beginning. I did too. The drumming. He took for himself, and the ending he took for himself, and I'm really happy he did that, because Bruno Mars is acknowledged so much as his band, mm. and so he just, but he was really booked for the engagement because of Bruno. Right. So he took that moment, and I thought that was really good. I thought, and I liked his costumes, although I didn't think the lighting was so. The lighting was fantastic in the whole stadium, but I didn't think it was great on Bruno. It needed to be. See, I, oh, I felt production. I felt the whole thing was so high energy that I really engrossed myself in it. And I thought he looked like he was really having a good time. He was there. He was in the moment. He took that time. He looked around. And then when Hot Chili Peppers came up, I thought it still just bursted with energy. And if you saw him, his face, it wasn't like over choreographed. It was like right on the mark. I thought he, 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 we needed that after that first half. I'll tell you, the Broncos were a huge, huge disappointment. And it shows how football can, just like any sport, professional sport, can really get into your head. It's but such a I'll mind game. I'll tell you what I did see the next morning were the interviews with Peyton Manning and the other the quarterback from the Seahawks. The, uh, 
and it just struck me because they showed the Seahawks quarterback first, and then they showed Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning looked like he was 80 oh, years old compared it to was this horrible. guy. It was horrible even, on the, even during the Super Bowl. I felt certainly not because he's aging, but just because I thought the whole Seahawk team yeah. looked more together, more fit, yeah, more really. energized, yeah. more aware of what was happening. And I just felt the Broncos were so, they seemed lethargic. They didn't seem, if you really looked at the physiques of each player, they seemed overweight as a team. And their leader was just, he was frightened for his life. I, I mean, I felt for him. I thought, wow. But I never, I, 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 I wouldn't think of him. I don't even, I don't know how, what is he, 40? But he's, he's going to be 40. But he that's telling you. All of a sudden, it was like when you compared the two like that, it was like, Oh, my God. He, we need to get him on threes. <laughs> no, but that's old for a quarterback, actually. I mean, well, he's lucky he's right. been able to play. But he really, it just, it I thought Wilson, like, the sea dogs, sea bass, I'm thinking about lunch, sea bass. No, the Seahawks quarterback, Wilson, if you, if you watch his interviews, he's really articulate, he's young, he really expresses a great point. I mean, he, he went out there as a leader, and you know what? His whole team followed. It is a young team. We're going to see them a lot. They're going to be powerful up and going for the next two years. It's like seeing a boxing and the match, though. were kind of nobody. I mean, when it's not a good, you know, when it's not a good match, you know, it, it, it's over too quickly. I mean, it, just from what I read post-Super Bowl, it just seemed like it was just not, you know, oh, what people had this, hoped it would be. There was so much online betting. It was absolutely, outward. I mean, I'm, I'm sure nobody thought it was going to be played like this. I think at, at, at halftime, didn't you think, Jeff, they would be, like, equal scores? Yeah. I wonder how much money that this all brought in they to New Jersey with the flyovers and the spending of the police well, billions, force. And the, billions. Billions of dollars, and the players were not paid as much as one would think. They were like, what, the losers got, what, 50000 or something, and the winners got 100 apiece? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, yeah. when you think of the billions of dollars and the I don't know how much Bruno Mars of course it's such a great thing to be able to to do that but you know the Seahawks were tied for the youngest Super Bowl team the average age of a Seahawk was 26 years oh, old oh no kidding I, I don't 26 think babies babies well they sure looked good well <laughs> I kept saying I, yes they did Shelly I kept saying that yeah. I thought Manning had the flu because he had such purple rings yeah, I mean I know it's like intense a- the thing that killed me with Manning is that first play, I think, blew him away. And that got into his head, and they never were able to step up on that. And it's a head game. Just like golf or anything else or basketball, it's a head game. You blow it, and then he couldn't get the rhythm back going. And here he had so much height before this. Did you see his brother in the skybox? He looked like he was just going to throw up. Oh, well, I'm sure they did. I, I mean, they were just like, I can't they were imagine devastated. that pressure. I don't it was think... horrible. The pressure is immense. I, I, just... I heard like a hot chocolate was like 11 bucks. A hot chocolate was 11. Now, when wait, when you think of the That's... millions in lights, the millions That's in insane. entertainment, the millions of all the choir members and all the directors and the lighting people and the producers that are behind it and the TV people Security that are behind it. Security and how many it. t-shirts they sell. And... $11 for, I mean, that's crazy. That's not, I don't think that's fair. And most of the seats are outside. But nobody the bought the hot going, chocolate. It was 50 degrees. The seats were going from 2000 to 85000 Oh, sure. It's online. To cut. And you know what? I don't know. It just doesn't seem on. right. I'm or not into that kind of spectacle. Can stuff. we talk about Joe Namath? 
coming out in the fur coat. Okay, what was that all about? <laughs> Joe Namath. And now, I'm, I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for one of you girls to say, yeah, I dated him. No, um, no but I, I do I, know him. <laughs> honest to God, I mean, what was that? That was Joe Namath. I that mean, hasn't changed. But it was 50 degrees out. It wasn't even fashionable. Like, I mean, that, that it was It was just, like his wife's coat. Yeah, it was like Nanook of the North. Let's talk about Renee Fleming. I thought she was wonderful. Oh, yeah. Finally, we get a national anthem that sung correctly. It was a little slow. That's not a really critical. Point. No, but I love it. It was beautiful. I love that it was. Do you slow. sing the national anthem? Yes. That's a hard song to sing, right? Very, very hard. And she said but it was hard. If you notice how Renee did it, instead of just she took she stopped on a lot of words and took a breath, and then where instead of just flowing it like and going right up, she would stop. Oh, say, and then she'd stop. Can you see? So she phrased it differently. I liked that. And it it just gave her time to breathe rather than just going, oh, say, can you see by the dome? I always feel so sorry for whoever's singing the national anthem. uh, You know, no matter who it is, I feel sorry for Let's take a moment and listen to the, let's take a moment and listen to Renee Fleming on this. Oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, that's super. Oh, say, can you see? What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight over Okay, since we're all talking about the fashion, Joe Namath, let's just kind of top and just hit on the Grammys a little bit. What about Ooh. Beyonce and Jay-Z opening that show? Fabulous. So hot. I thought she it was spectacular. Is incredible. And I'm very happy for both of them. I've seen Beyonce interviewed numerous times, and I think she is really a very substantial, oh, together too. woman, and I'm proud of her. She's got really great values. She was edgy, but she wasn't over the edge where she would ever embarrass. Distasteful. Or she was never distasteful where her children would be like, why would my mom do that, or why would my mom say that, or right. why is my mom so gross? She was 
She was just really, I thought, just enough. And the fact that she was able to perform that song with Jay-Z, I thought was brilliant. Class act. Oh, really. I just thought it was a great way to open. I really, really did. However, I didn't think, oh, what do you think about um, Macklemore? Loved it. I, well, you know, <gasps> I, I love, I absolutely love that song. I love I those guys. Too. I think they're just... Thrift okay. Shop is so fun. I love it. Favorite listeners, Macklemore won three Grammys. He's the rapper. He's he's partnered with Ryan Lewis. What's the big song? Thrift Shop. Thrift Shop. Thrift yeah. I love it. Oh, it's, is that the Get Lucky Tonight? And I thought he That's Def Punk. But, yeah. you know, he, he was kind of He too. kind of got a lot of, of, of uh, grief for getting the three Grammys. Did you hear that? A lot of the... African-American rappers were a little teed off that here's... Well, boo-hoo. Sorry. Young, the young white boy comes yeah, in. Yeah, well, you the know. The kid on the block and, you know, gets three Grammys. I was so happy for him, and I thought... I just thought they were great. Um, who else looked really good? First of all, let's get back to Beyonce. Here she wears a size two. It was on the news this she's morning. She's a little girl. She's a little girl. A size two, though? I was no, hoping... she's not real tall. I was she trying to relate. Being oh, because of the four? Because she's a curvaceous size two? No, but she comes off as... When you see her perform, she looks bigger than life. She looks like she's 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, she's little because she, is she was in that movie with Allie beyond, uh, Oh, that's right. And, and we also saw her at, with Oprah, remember? Yeah. Remember she did. stopped in the middle of the number and then she yes, started and, again and she started again when yeah. Oprah's farewell but even on stage she looked very tall she did but she's right. not she's like 5'4 five, 5'5 five, five. she's not real tall and you know her I, dress that she, was Michael Costello's of course I love all of these oh, entertainers I loved her dress I thought her dress was beautiful I've never heard of Michael Costello it was um, the white lace listeners the big white lace with the train with a train, and I think she had, didn't she have asymmetrical arms or something? One was... She just had sheer arms, and then it, it just, you know, it had the lace on the back. It wasn't really lace. It was, uh, I wouldn't call it lace. It wasn't lace. It, it was, was like, uh, almost like appliques. Hey, did you guys see Sarah Jessica Parker's shoes came out? No. Oh, that doesn't remember, surprise remember me. Remember Sarah was always, you know, into shoes on Sex and the City and totally into uh, Manola Blahnik. She's got her own... A uh, very modestly priced shoe line out. And do you know why she did that? Because she's had several feet operations in Sex in the City. <laughs> oh, because really? she her feet were so damaged by wearing all of the heels. Oh my gosh! So she was so uncomfortable. So it'll be interesting to see how her shoes fit. Because yes, that you know what? Yeah, I think they look very smart. She to me. had like yeah, she had a lot of foot operations. Wait, I'm trying to get... Know Ma- why does Michael Costello sound so familiar to me? Why does it sound like someone we've met? Before? I don't know. All of the... So many of the Grammy Awards, is when I go down the list of who they wore, you know none of the designers because they're all custom Wait, made Wait, go, go through them really quick. Uh, well, Taylor Smith oh, wore that Gucci. that was a gorgeous Which dress. was gorgeous. Oh. Um, Anna Kendrick... Uh, Swift. Doesn't even hit Azaro. Sparkly Crystal studded Azaro. I don't know who Azaro is. And we're all shoppers. Um, Chrissy Teigen, who I thought was beautiful. That's John Legend's wife, who's so beautiful. Uh, she wore, um, didn't even have the listing of the dress because I'm sure it was custom made. So many of these are custom made. Um, one of the gals, uh, Madonna, I thought looked Oh, my horrible. God. 
Well, you know what happened? And walking out with the cane girlfriend, didn't help matters. I know we're the same age, but here, and I, I, you know what? I love that you're in shape and, and going for it. Too much. But that was just like that, that, was that whole so kind sure. of pimp thing was just <laughs> too weird. Like she's the pimp or something. That's the no, impression I, didn't like I had. That, I, did I, not I saw like her it. on something else, and she did something with uh, the same thing with Britney that she did with she and Miley did that whole oh, kissy kiss thing. thing. Miley unplugged for MTV. Yeah, and she did the whole. You know, it's been done. It's just she's going for shock value. But what did she do with her face? She looked like she was very uncomfortable through her mouth. And she kind of had a plastic share-like face. She very that would be. Eyes uh, she had a huge facelift. Her Sounds face like was a so facelift tight. and some filler. I yeah. was so disappointed. You know what? Let's face it. Madonna is Madonna. I mean, she's already made it. She's done it. Why does she have to try to reinvent herself every single time? I, it, I was so disappointed. There was a reason for the cane, though. Well, Something first happened. of all, the reason for the cane was because she was coming up a flight of stairs from the back of the stage. And I believe, being an entertainer, you needed, she needed that cane to steady herself. Because mm. you're so ex- nervous. And, really? you know, she used it as a prop, but the problem is her posture was so bad. She was all hunched over in the front, and she was using the cane to steady herself. So she was leaning forward a lot, and therefore she wasn't standing up straight, and it just looked bad. Find out if I, I thought she had something with her back or something went out. Well, maybe that could have been true. And that's or something. There was a reason for that cane, and I know I don't think it was the. I, I can't remember. I remember somebody a, a talk show saying something on that. Well, speaking of all that fashion and stuff, what do you guys think about the Oscar nominees? I haven't even read anything about it yet. I think they've missed some um, people. That I think Tom Hanks was. Really shortchanged. Yeah, I think his, I think his performance in uh, Captain Phillips. I Phillips. did actually. I did. You know, I've seen all the Oscar movies now, which and, was outstanding. Uh, I haven't seen Matthew McConaughey in the Dallas. Yeah, I mean, there, I mean, it was an outstanding performance. I don't know that it, you know, was best actor kind of. Really, I thought he was great. Well, he got it for the Golden Globes. He did. I yeah. thought he was great. I thought oh, I. Right. I have to say, and well, I'm not a Robert Redford fan. I thought Robert Redford's movie, he was great. In I don't think movie. it'll be Oscar winning though. I don't think he'll get. Well, I don't think it should be Leonardo. Well, maybe he takes somebody him. off. Well, okay. So who's up? Matthew McConaughey, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh wait. P.S. You guys, we have met. Uh, Michael Costello. He's from Los Angeles. He's Greek, and we have definitely met him before at Neiman's because another Greek boy. Yeah, he totally. I know we've met him. I knew that name sounded familiar. Oh, I see. have not met him. I, I definitely have. That looks a little like my cousin oh, Jonathan. It looks, looks a little like bit like your son. Blake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Very talented. That's great. I love, well, not that they were, you know, they weren't, but I love that hot romance between Sean Penn and uh, Charlize. Oh I love God. it. Wait, what is that? That's in? hot. Oh, that was the other movie I watched during the Super Bowl, the Snow White and the Huntsman. I just got totally hooked into it. Oh, my gosh. Charlize Theron is that. so beautiful. Oh, and the costume. She's so great. beautiful. And that's a great, I, I think I that's know, a I great think Kate Hudson's looking I think Michael costume. Costello looks like the guy Turtle from uh, Entourage. Who always does kind of remind me of Blake, yeah. I want to see the um, August. Of Osage County? No, you don't. Yeah, I do. (sighs) Scott really wants me to see that. Okay. Well, first of all, it it really, it's a play, and it really 
the film version feels very much like a play. It doesn't really feel like a film version. Um, a lot of it takes place in, in one place in the house, and it's just violent, and, and it's um, about a dysfunctional relationship with a mother and her two daughters, and it's just really... I want to see it. It's, it's just I dark. See it too. I it's saw very her. dark. I saw her over the weekend. Wait, so what's the thing? With Joaquin? With Osage County lost, all is lost, with Robert Redford, Wolf of Wall Street. What are the other movies that are up for best picture? I don't know. I, I didn't realize this no. was a topic. I didn't, the I didn't look. No research Blanchette. from Whitney. Well, she's up for best actress. No, but what's for the movie? For Blue Jasmine. Blue Jasmine. But that's not up for best movie. Oh, what happened with Woody Allen and all that? Oh, wow. That goes Speaking in Speaking our... of Blue Jasmine... Tell me what happened. Woody Allen's in the wiener pile. Wait, what Again. happened? Again. <laughs> um, his daughter came out with accusations that she was sexually abused as a child during their marriage to, with Mia Farrow. So as he oh is being, as he has been nominated for Best Director, the daughter now has publicly come out. Wow. Uh, to apparently, I'm thinking. I mean, why else would she come out at this moment in time to wow. sabotage, to sabotage the Academy and sabotage the fans of Woody Allen, and to bring it into the light that he sexually abused. Now you know he married one of the daughters, so this is another daughter that he apparently sexually abused, and it went into kind of uh, graphic details on how he did it. That she was, he asked her to. She was seven, wasn't she? She was seven, and to to lie down and play with her train set. And I don't know exactly what he did if she's lying on her stomach, but what's her train set? I don't get it. A train, an electric train set. Oh, lie down and play with the. Oh. And so. I don't know. Now Mia Farrow has come out publicly and is. Agreeing with this allegation, agreeing with the allegation. So I think it's really—I don't know. Mia needs to get over this. Um, I feel terrible if he's really—if the child was really what sexually abused. Mia get over it? What because time? they're still talking about it. Mia's still festering with all this stuff. Well, the, the girl, past. her daughter her came daughter. out. Her daughter came out. Came out at a time when he's getting. Why didn't she come oh, out? He was getting the Cecil B. DeMille Lifetime Achievement Award. Right and. Why would the daughter come out now? I don't care when they came out. I don't care what's happening with Woody Allen. The guy's a sick dude, and you know what? If she needs to come out and rain on his parade, so be it. Well, you she know, did a prize for a prize. Forget about it. The she guy's did, a sicky, and he's getting away with it. It'll be really interesting to see how the Academy votes. Not that I necessarily think he would get it. Well, he's—is he up for Cecil? He yeah, got, he won it. He I mean, won it. Yeah. He won it. He, yeah. So now he's up for best director? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe he won't get it. Best, best director against Martin. And I guess what the, her brother, Ronan Farrow, tweeted was, missed the Woody Allen tribute. Did they put the part where a woman publicly confirmed he molested her at age seven before and after Annie Hall? Ooh. Did he molest her just once or is this several ongoing I don't Didn't know, say. but, you know, just, oh, God, it makes me sick. You know what? Someone's got to put him away. I mean, it's just. It's, it's, if it's true, it, you know. Well, look at Roman Polanski. Look how long that took. I know. Let justice be done. I mean, that just is 
unheard of. And that poor child probably, you know, who knows, maybe she lived with this her whole life and through therapy, she's finally coming out with it. A lot of that sexual abuse doesn't just, come out till later. You know later. what, I think she should come out with it. And, you know, obviously it's, listen, you know, I have compassion for it, but it was a, it was a very timely move on her part to be so... I hate to use the word vindictive, but at this moment in time, she comes out with it. Not that he, she's obviously sabotaging his award, and maybe it's the way God wants it to be, but it's crazy. Well, maybe that's just her, you know, revenge. She picked the right time to do it. She picked the right time to do it. Meanwhile, where was Chris Christie at the Super Bowl? I didn't see him there. No. And I so, was... oh, they adopted, they adopted Moses and Dylan together. And welcomed Ronan, and so that that's his. These are his adopted kids. <laughs> okay, I can barely look at you, Whitney. Oh my you look god, like a friggin' bee. <laughs> she she's got a baby like troll. <laughs> she's got her Coke bottle glasses on. She's got a navy blue and Kelly green striped beehive wool hat on with her headpieces. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Just that was the fashion. Check. Oh Sorry my god! Let's talk to. about Bieber. Oh, you know what? Aww. Deport that kid. Bieber, Bieber. Send him to Canada no, where he belongs. I love Bieber. Do you know what? He's just an Send entitled him back to Canada. kid. He's a spoiled, rotten little... He needs to have an adult just come in there and just shape his act up and Don't get him straight. Don't know if it's going to happen. I think it will. I think it will on this part. Even Dr. Phil was on television the other day, and he said, Hey, I'll go over and knock on his door, and I'll just ask him the question. Let's pull it together, dude. Do you want to be another Lindsay Lohan? Oh, speaking of that... I do have to say, Kira, am I saying that right? Yeah. Kira. No, it might not be the right person that just went into rehab. Not Keisha. Kira. Keisha. Kesha. Kesha. Thank you. My daughter was telling me this, that she went in because of eating disorder. And her mom could have gone in to rehab, kind of silent at this time of year. But her mother got on television and made this big, huge thing about eating disorder and blah, blah, blah. And so she was kind of condemned by the public by bringing this forth and why would you do this to your daughter but she went back and said I didn't want to be a deadbeat mother I wanted to bring this to public view because I I didn't want it to be like the parents but apparently the daughter was just decimated that her mother got out I was going to say yes you had permission from your child if you have permission that's a great thing but if you do not that is a total violation of privacy then you end up like Demi Moore who didn't speak to her still hasn't and who's the other famous celebrity well Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, sure. Um, you know what? We got. I a, say nothing. We got a new girlfriend coming up, pretty soon. Bruce got Jenner. A, Bruce Jenner. We got to. Really? I'm so sad. Snaps. We got to bring him into Snaps. the folks. I'm so Snaps. sad. Come on, Bruce. And I love. I love. That's that. not funny. I think. Let's join him. No, it isn't sad. He's in transformation. Oh, it's sad. God, it's that's not sad. sad if that's what he wants. Oh, it, look, oh come on. You guys have gone totally it. liberal on me. I can't stand it. <laughs> that is you know, true. First we do gay marriage, then it's going to be open sex, male or female, no, bisexuality, and now true. it's all transgender stuff. Ugh. Do you think it's true? Yeah, I do. Well, his wife, you know, said that um, 99% of it is not true. Okay, well, I'm sorry, but what's the 1% that is true? <laughs> he would be the, the 1% make it kind of true. He had his Adam's apple. Shaved. Uh, no, they shaved. had a, they had a picture of him, and he has long fingernails. Oh, he God. does have breasts. God, that's and sad. Doctor Oz. Well, most guys this age have breasts. Let's face it. No, no. Doctor Phil or Doctor Oz. I can't remember, so don't quote older. me on it. 
said that he's in the transformation stage of doing this. I don't believe it. I think he just went in for the Adam's apple because it was just kind of there. But if we find if out that Chris picture, Jenner... If you see a picture of him recently, he looks different. If, if you, you see a picture of him from 1976 when he was the Olympic decathlon champ, he was a freaking babe. Oh, cute oh babe. My Too skinny for my God, life. so cute hot. babe. Oh, Bruce. I used to hang with them when I was dating Vetus Garolitis. But, you know. See? I knew it was coming out. <laughs> Seriously, though. I mean, I guess this is like a part of the process. Is Because why else would you want to have your Adam's Just, apple taken down? I don't know that. I mean, I don't even know, know what an Adam's case, apple function. Chris, why it's there. It's Kardashian's going to. Oh, it's gonna... a voice box. Oh, my gosh. So now oh, he's going to have a higher voice. Yes. It's oh. very sad. It's to me. I I just oh, that can't is even. Well, you know that he's been the type of guy me. that's wearing lingerie. Then he was definitely in bed with Chris oh, Kardashian yeah. wearing lingerie. He's Absolutely. already begun well, hormone therapy and is developing breathafit. Hello, if you live with all those <laughs> gorgeous <laughs> girls, you might want to join the club, right? I'm sure he's gotten. He's lived with all those girls. Although his what? two sons from his first marriage are so hot, Brody. Ooh, ooh la la. Yeah. Are you sure that's true? I just we don't can't. know if it's true. Well, according to the wife, 99% of it is not true. But again, that 1%. It's very sad. I, you know, I pray for him. I he was he such a better. jock. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, but he does be a jock weird. and you can still have issues. I don't know. You I know what? The other thing know. is, it's he's just, just not going to make a good looking lady friend. Blah. Hey, there's a new car that can do anything. <laughs> Not shave your like, Adam's apple, but um, it like, can make you coffee. Check this out. This is a new, there's an espresso maker that comes in the car that makes your coffee. It is a new Fiat. And uh, it's the Fiat 500L, and it's the first production car in the world available with a fully integrated espresso coffee machine. Everybody wants in on the Starbucks. Everybody wants in on it. <laughs> well, Everybody I get, wants a piece I get of change. Back, I get back to Starbucks. I really wish they'd get the almond milk in. It's on the West Coast. Honestly. It's on the West Coast. Charles, come on. Step you up. You know, not get everybody a, can have soy milk. It's exactly. Not, you know. They need almond milk, and they need to get it in the Midwest. I've heard there's a couple shops opening that have opened in New York City. But move it. Come on, Charles. Move you, it. You've got billions Same of thing dollars. with uh, Mickey Drexler. You know, move in that co that collection stuff, we know, yeah, to the get Midwest. Yeah, that collection out of New York and move it here. Right. Oh, Wiener That's Pile. Me. This just shocks me. I shouldn't be shocked. What is that? Wait. Hugh Grant. Didn't no. hear about it. Oh, my gosh. It's Hugh just, Grant did it's, what? It's beyond. No, what did he do? It is beyond. Um, Hugh Grant has um, like three kids born within 15 months of each other by two or three different women. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, one is from Miss... Uh, <laughs> Where does she get this stuff? I mean... <laughs> I love it, it, Hugh Grant. I wish you'd come, come back, Hugh Grant, to the movies because no one was as good as you are. He is so funny. Oh, yeah. Three months after he got Miss Hong pregnant again and for around five months in 2012, the two women's pregnancies overlapped. Wait, sure, Miss, Asian girl. Can we go back to yeah. the Asian to the Asia name? girl, Miss Hung? Yeah, Miss yeah, Hung. Hung. Yeah, <laughs> Asian <laughs> mistress. Miss Hung, because he's <laughs> not. And <laughs> yeah, let's what would Bruce, let's give Bruce a name, Betty, Betty Jenner. No, we uh, have to do. It's got to be like Belinda. Or so one one of the moms Belinda. is is a Swedish, uh, is Swedish Swedish girlfriend that they he's been dating for two years. Uh, and so she's 
Eberstein, Miss Eberstein became pregnant and they were pictured strolling around London. And then uh, about a month before their son was born, uh, she moved into uh, his mansion. Now, is he supporting all these children? And of course he is. Yes, of course he is. But here he's got two, you know, um, the, he made the Swedish girl keep a secret that she was pregnant and that it was his child mm -hmm. so that the world wouldn't find out that he had these kids from two different women at the same time. But, and Arnold, another Arnold. But it came out, and you know what, Hugh? You're going in the wiener another, pile. Wait, can we just I, say? I can't put him in the wiener pile. Since you pile said yet. Arnold? Yeah. What about the commercial in the Super Bowl with Arnold Schwarzenegger? That looked hilarious. I didn't see it. I, I just saw a that. tease for that. That looked hilarious. That it was pretty funny. It was. They took a normal guy won a contest or something, and they didn't tell him he was going to be interacting with all these famous people. And you know, all of a sudden he's playing you know ping pong with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, so I you probably so would funny. have laughed at a lot of the Super Bowl commercials. She laughed through the whole Wall Street movie. <laughs> I, I had it. I had major anxiety through it. She's laughing. She said it was the funniest thing. I, I watched hilarious. it and I was sick to my stomach. She's laughing. I, I found it a little depressing, too. Oh, come on. There were some just great one-liners in that movie. No, but I have to say, the Super Bowl commercials, I loved the Cheerios commercial. I thought that was great with the mom, and that was really nice. And I thought uh, one of the Doritos was good, but which is the one that I really, really liked? Oh, hello, David Beckham. Yeah, <laughs> David Beckham that was, was wonderful. Little skinny, but wonderful. That, that was, was great. a great commercial. I thought the Cheerios commercial was great, and I loved the horse and the dog, the puppy. Yes, Aww. that was really heart touching. And my husband, he cried during Renee Fleming's rendition of the. Yeah, I cry cried. every time I go to the Blackhawks game with he the man that sings it here. I think he's. Absolutely incredible. I mean, you know, it's a hard song to sing, and when you hear someone sing it well, it's just, it's so moving. Just plain. I didn't think Queen Latifah, and I'm a fan, I didn't like her. I thought she did an okay job. I didn't like her piece. I'm liking her here. She's beautiful. She's beautiful, and she's, I think she seems like she's got a really great soul, but I just didn't, I don't know. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> made a hilarious appearance in the Bud Light commercial. That's what it was. And the commercial fe featured a man named Ian Rappaport, who was randomly chosen to have one of the most awesome nights of his life. Some of the other things he got to do were ride in a fun limo with Reggie Watts, get a styling session from actress Minka Kelly, ride in an elevator with Don Cheadle, and attend a concert from One Republic. Oh, that's funny. You're listening to The Girlfriends at webtalkradio.net. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.